Hello, Tyre Kinderlach. I have an amazing story for you. It's a story about the Mizritche Magid. Story that gives us the power of tshuva. We're Chodesh Elul. It's a time for us to think about how we can do tshuva for all the bad things we did. And so this is an amazing story about the power of tshuva. It involves a boy. It was a young boy. He was in his teens. He was maybe 16, 17, or 18 years old. But the yeshiva boy, he learned a lot of Torah. He was very smart and very bright. And everybody loved him. And then one day, he was walking somewhere, and he met a person. Didn't know who that person was. That person struck up a conversation with him. Turns out that this person was a priest, a galach. And the galach loved this boy. So he was very smart. So he started talking to him. And the galach had this secret plan I'd like to get this boy to convert to my religion, to become a Christian. He should start worshipping Avedizorim. He should shmad himself. It's called the Yiddish to shmad yourself. But he didn't tell him right away because the boy would uh, run away from him. But he just became a friend. He started talking to him about all kinds of things. And slowly he turned the conversation to things about religion, about Torah, and about Hashem, and he started telling him how he believes in Yashke, uh, Mitashke, and he believes in all kinds of things. And he started explaining to the boy why he believes in it. And then he told him, you know, you're such a smart boy. He gave him a lot of compliments, told him how great he is, and that if he were to convert to his religion, he would become very famous. He would become like well, respected by everyone. He would have a lot of money. Everybody would bring him money and give him, he would be so famous and powerful. And he started telling him all kinds of things about how great it is to be part of this Goyesha religion. And the boy at first didn't listen, but he, but he loved talking to the priest. So they talked every day and they met and would schmooze of all kinds of things. And then finally, finally, the boy started thinking, maybe, you know, this is very tempting. I can become a priest and the head of all the priests and they're all going to give me a lot of money and I'm going to be very respected and all over the country everybody's going to know about me. Wow, that's amazing. And so slowly he started thinking about it till one day he told the priest, okay, I'll come and visit your church. Let me see what it's like. And so the priest said, wow, great. You'll meet my friends, the other priests, the other galachim. And, and, and you'll see there's such wonderful people and you'll have such a wonderful time and everybody's going to love you. They're going to think you're so great. And so he introduced him to the other priests. And then one thing led to another thing. Another week later, he came again to visit and again to visit until he started loving it. He loved the priests. He loved the Galochim because they were so nice to him. They were so flattering him. They were telling him such praises about him, how great he is, how smart he is. And... Finally, he said, you know what, um, I, I'll do what you say. I'll, I'll, I'll become like you. I'll chas v'sholem, shmad myself. I'll become a galach like you. And he said, oh, great, great. We'll make a big party and we'll advertise. Everybody's going to come and celebrate with us. And you'll become so famous and so great. Everybody's going to come and learn from you. you. You're so amazing. And so they put him into the church in a room. They were afraid 
that he's going to change his mind, right? Because, you know, maybe he's going to say, oh, no, I'm Jewish. How can I do this terrible thing? He's going to change his mind. So before he changes his mind, they put him in a room high up on a high floor and locked him up there in a tower, right, far away, so he wouldn't be able to escape. So now he was happy to do it, but then tomorrow if he changes his mind, he wouldn't be able to get out. So he'll be forced to stay there until he's actually going to convert to their religion. And it, wouldn't be out, it wouldn't be able to go out of the window because the window is very high up. It's like many, many floors high up. He wouldn't be able to jump out. Meanwhile, his mother found out what happened to her son. She was terrified and so upset. She was crying and crying, crying hysterically. She said, what happened to my son? Oy, oy. And she went quickly to the Mizritche Magid and told him what happened to her son. This special boy who was learning Torah and was doing it and suddenly fell into this terrible, terrible thing. He, the the, the, the Galach are going to convert him and he's going to become a Galach. She was crying and crying and crying. The Magid told her, listen, calm down, go home. We'll do something about it. As the woman left, the Magid sent a message to all his Talmudim and said, you guys all come here, I need to talk to you. And the, whole, the, the, the Magid brought the Talmudim and he said to them, I'm going to say a word of Torah. I'm going to say some different Torah to you. And you listen. And the Magid began to speak about a Pasuk. There's a Pasuk that says, Nefesh ki sechto. A soul that will sin. The Torah talks about if somebody doesn't have by mistake, he has to bring a carbon. But the word is nefesh, a soul that will sin. How can a soul sin? The Zohar asked the question, how can a neshama sin? A neshama never sins. A neshama always loves Hashem. He's afraid, terrified of an avera. A neshama runs away from an avera like from a, from, a, from, a, from, a, from a monster, from an animal. It, it just can't stand it. It's, it's afraid of it. So for sure the neshama doesn't do an avera. It's just the goof, the body, and the yetzahara. But the, but the neshama can't do an avera, so that's what the Zerah asked. Why is the Torah saying a neshama that will... And the Magid gave a whole long Torah on this Pasuk and on this Zerah. He did that Friday afternoon and all the Talmidim were very um, surprised. Why is he giving them a Torah on Friday afternoon? He never did that before. Nobody doubt that the, the Magid would say Torah on Shabbos. Friday afternoon, when everybody gets ready for Shabbos, he's suddenly calling them to say Torah. It was a little surprising. But then, when Friday night came, again, he got at them again and says, Guys, I'm going to say you know the Dvar Torah. On the same Pasuk, a soul that sins, an Ishama that commits an Avera. And again, he spoke a long time about this Pasuk in this, in this Zayar. And he did that three more times. That means a total of four times. The last time was by Shalashudas Shabbos, late afternoon by Suda Shlishis. The Magid said the Torah again on the same Pasuk. And then three more times. Seven times in total. When he said the seventh time the Torah, Advar Torah on that Pasuk, Suddenly, people saw outside a huge storm, like a wind, like a tornado or something. Something like, like that was 
you know, could break houses. And people got very afraid. It's like this strong wind, like terrible wind that were like breaking down trees in the middle of the street. And it was like very, very loud. There was a noise outside. It was terrifying. Everybody was afraid. And suddenly, in all this noise and terrifying wind, suddenly people see, they look in the show where the maggot was sitting saying Torah for the seventh time. And the boy that um, was missing, was in the church, walks in. And they asked him, what are you doing? What happened to you? And the wind stopped. Suddenly when he showed up, the wind stopped. And he told them what happened. He says, I was in that tower, in a high floor, in a room, locked up. And the Galacham didn't let me leave. And at first I wanted to become like them. I wanted to become a Galach and convert to their religion. But then one day, actually today, this morning, I woke, I decided, this is crazy. What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm a Jewish boy. I learned Torah. How can I even think of doing such a terrible thing? And I started thinking, I don't know what got into me. Why did I agree to do this? This is crazy. And he started, I started feeling, he says, such regret. Why did I agree to the Galochem when I'm locked up? He tried very hard to get out, but he couldn't. All the doors were locked with many locks. No way he could break through. He tried. He kicked the door. He kicked and kicked and pushed the door. Nothing worked. He was locked up. He started crying. He was very upset. And he wanted to get out, but he couldn't. And that took for hours and hours. I cried to Hashem and says, please get me out of here. And finally, I saw that I can't get out. And I said there was a window. But the window was very high up, like 20 floors high. And I said to him, I said, you know what? I'll jump out the window. And if I die, so I'll die. Because I'd rather not convert to to, to, to Zohar. A Jew, he says to himself, maybe he should even die not to worship Avedizara. And maybe Hashem will then forgive me for my terrible Avera of thinking even to become somebody who worships Avedizara. So he says, I went and I jumped out the window and I thought I'm going to fall to the ground and die. But suddenly as I flew out of the window, I saw a terrible wind started blowing like this tornado. And all the trees started moving back and forth and started breaking and falling down. And the wind suddenly grabbed me. It like blew me away. I flew away with the wind and I didn't fall on the floor because the wind carried me away until I came here to the shul. It dropped me off right outside the shul and then the wind stopped. And that's how my life was saved. And here I am and I need to do tshuva. And the Magid showed him how to do tshuva for what he did. And I everybody saw how the Magid saved this boy with his divre Torah. He said it seven times. So he broke all the evil and all the clippers, all the tumah that was surrounding this child's life in the tower in the church. And through that, he was able to, to release him, to release him and to relieve him and bring him back. Here, my friends, you see the power of tshuva. Tshuva is all you have to do. He says, I want to do tshuva. Hashem says, it doesn't take much. Tshuva is not so hard. All you have to do is say, Hashem, I want, I badly want, I want to leave this, 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 this imprisonment. I don't want to be in my prison of my Yitzhah 
Yitzhak is like this tower where you're locked up and you feel like you can't break free from the Yitzhak. He's like keeping you like a prisoner, making you do the same Averas over and over again. And when you cry out to Hashem, it's Hashem, I want to jump out of this prison. Then Hashem brings a wind and blows you straight into the base medrash and says, okay, here is the month of Elul. All you need to do is say, Hashem, you're in the field, you're here, you come down to us to ask us to, you know, to do tshuva, to come closer to him. He's coming down to us, coming to where we are and says, please, I wait for you, I want you, I want so much that you do tshuva. So all we need is Hashem, we want. And in, that, in an instant, Hashem makes a tornado. He makes anything to bring us closer to Him. Guys, have a happy Elul and utilize every day. And Hashem will bless us with a good, happy, sweet Shana Teva Musukah.